Welcome back to another edition of Sports Business Secrets. My name is Kevin Tarka. I am the founder of Creation Talent Agency, and I will be releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to share the inevitable challenges of the sports business world and how to overcome them. I'm inviting you to join me in real time on my personal journey of representing professional basketball players, traveling the world, and continuously finding ways to battle through the adversity in this competitive industry. The goal is to share as many secrets as I can to help you along your own path to success. Welcome back to Sports Business Secrets. Today is July 1st, and I am hyped for this episode. Yes, I'm excited because it's July, so happy July. But people, we are here. Today is the day, the day that we've all been waiting for. Um, It is literally an epic day in the modern history of college athletics. College athletes, as of this morning, as of 12.01 a.m., are officially allowed to monetize their name, image, and likeness. The NCAA can no longer exploit student athletes who put the fans in the stands. They will no longer be the only ones benefiting from all the money generated. Now, throughout this episode, it is important to know, so this is a disclaimer, I am excited, I am hyped, because I'm a big fan of student athletes having the power and and empowering you know, my clients at all levels to... Um, you know, to be able to to uh, benefit in any way possible. But remember, do your due diligence before signing deals and before getting into agreements. This is just an attempt to summarize the updates of what I know and what I've learned. But I also know that this is changing daily, state by state, conference by conference, school by school. So just take things slowly and carefully and you'll be okay. <clears throat> so now that I got that disclaimer out of the way, uh, I, I, I have a, a, an entire episode about NIL, which was, I think, like two months ago, less than two months ago. Um, and I mentioned that there would be gray areas. And let me tell you, holy hell, it's like the wild, wild west already. People are freaking out, not knowing what's going on. Um, so here's what I got for you. Here's a brief update. Um, again, just to just to make it clear, take what I say however you please, but remember, I'm not an expert yet. No one is. No one's an expert, right? This is this is this is new to everyone. This is literally a brand new chapter of college sports. College sports will literally never be the same. So, with that being said, here is the update from the NCAA. The NCAA Division One Board of Governors approved yesterday in an interim policy that allows college athletes to monetize their names, images, and likenesses for the first time. This bridge waiver came just one day, which was yesterday, before the NIL floodgates opened in 12 states, which is today. So less than 24 hours before the NIL floodgates opened, the NCAA decides to come out and say, yes, college athletes can now get paid. So another important fact for you to know, right? As as of now, as of today, the 12 states that have NIL state laws are Alabama, Connecticut, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, Kentucky, Mississippi, New Mexico, Ohio, Oregon, Pennsylvania, and actually, is that 
is that 13? Texas, 12 or 13. But all the ones that I just listed that, that I have written down here, um, those are the states that have state laws. Um, there are a couple states that are awaiting signatures from their respective governors, which I believe is Louisiana and Missouri. Um, so I don't know if I just named 12 or 13, but if I name that state, double check it, but they already have state laws. Now, um, almost all states have at least introduced NIL bills, which some of those states I already listed that have already gotten passed. And there are 10 states that haven't even addressed it yet. Alaska, Delaware, Colorado, Idaho, Indiana, Maine, Michigan, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, right? So, so it is important for you to know whatever state you're in, that there are laws that are going to be different in every single state. And if you are in a state that, do, that, that does not have any laws, then you can go with the, start with the blanket statement by the NTA, which I'm about to get into um, and follow those rules. But then, then it goes down to the conference and then it goes down to the school. So everyone's just, no one knows what's going on right? Some people are going to say they know what's going on, but trust me, I've spoken to many ADs and, and uh, um, administrations at schools. Nobody know what's, knows what's going on. I think Open Doors is doing a great job of trying to educate everyone. And if you want to listen to uh, more about what Open Doors does, you can go back to the episode where I had uh, Blake Lawrence, the CEO of Open Doors on the podcast to talk about it. Right? I think they're doing a great job. And there's some other companies out there that I think are um, trying to educate people, right? But you just, you have to realize this is brand new, okay? So I'm going to continue with what the NCA came out and said yesterday. So the NCA came out and said, the goal of the interim policy is to give athletes in states without NIL laws on the books, the ability to take advantage of sponsorship opportunities without violating NCA rules. Notably, the NCA remains steadfast that the waiver leaves in place the commitment to avoid pay for play and improper inducements tied to choosing to attend a particular school. So in other words, you can go to a school and you can get a brand endorsement deal or you can sign autographs and get paid for it, but you cannot uh, via the NCAA be paid to attend that school or you cannot be paid by a brand uh, for scoring X amount of touchdowns or, you know, having X amount of wins in your conference play, right? That's what it, they're referring to when they say pay for play and improper inducements, right? So in accordance with the new policy, the NCA issued the following guidance to college athletes, recruits, their families, and member schools. I got four bullet points for you here. One, individuals can engage in NIL activities that are consistent with the law of the state where the school is located. Colleges and universities are responsible for determining whether those activities are consistent with the state law. So that's pretty broad in itself because if there's not a state law, then they have to create the law, basically, right? It's in the hands of the schools. Um, second bullet point, college athletes who attend a school in a state without uh, an NIL law can engage in this type of activity without violating NCA rules related to name, image, and likeness. Um, that is pretty redundant, obviously. The third bullet point that was in that announcement said, individuals can use a professional services provider for NIL activities. That's it. That's a very gray area. So what does that mean? Who, 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 who is a professional service provider? I mean, I sure am. I provide professional services. Uh, so it, it's, it's just going to be 
pretty wild to see who ends up getting involved. Um, and then the fourth uh, bullet point is student athletes should report NIL activities consistent with state law or school and conference requirements to their school. Now that's important. It, didn't, it does not say must. It says should. Student athletes should report NIL activities consistent with state law or school and conference requirements to their school. Now, I think it should go without saying, but just to be clear, I am not recommending you do a deal and not report it, but that is very clear wording, should. And to follow up on that, uh, and I guess we'll get into it later, but on the NCAA website, there's there's a reporting form that is basically optional, which is wild to me, right? So here's 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 the the last part in in this statement. Uh, in a Q and A distributed to school athletic directors and compliance departments, the NCA also clarified that student athletes can enter into NIL agreements with boosters provided that the activity is in accordance with state laws and school policy. And it is not an impermissible inducement and does not constitute pay for play. Wow, are you kidding me? So in the past, or I guess up until this announcement, maybe I was sleeping under a rock, but the NCAA had always said, there's no way that, that, that coaching staff, schools, administration, and or anybody affiliated with the school, in other words, boosters, um, would be allowed to, to pay student-athletes or be involved in these deals. That is a huge deal, right? So you have these big football schools, big basketball schools, and, and you have these boosters that, look, it's not a, it's not a bad thing. I'm just, I'm just, I mean, I was shocked today, right? So, so. The NCAA said that boosters are allowed to uh, enter an agreement with with student athletes. So that's just going to be a gray area for what is the market rate. If I'm a booster of of my alma mater and it's one of the big football schools and I now own a company of any sort or size, I just I mean I want my 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 school to to succeed. I want to take care of my school. Right. I want to look after. The, the the current students from from my alma mater. So why would I not just easily make an agreement with the, with the starting quarterback of the school and say, hey, do X, Y, or Z as long as it's at the, at the market rate and here's some cash, right? Which which you know, hey, again, like I, no one knows what the rules are going to be to follow, right? It's 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 a pretty pretty wild situation, right? So um, again, th- th- there were some more bullet points about. Um, about, uh, you know, like w- what student athletes can do, but not many, right? And there's another another bomb here. And this, this is what not a lot of people are talking about, at least in, in my circles yet or, or, or on the Twitter world, right? Additionally, prospective student athletes still in high school may also engage in the same types of NIL opportunities without impacting their NCAA ability, uh, ability eligibility. High school students can also engage in NIL opportunities without impacting their NCAA eligibility. 
Man, this is this is gonna get crazy. The more I'm talking about it, the more like excited I get. But oh my gosh, is it a wild, wild west? Right? It's um it's 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 wild. And so the, the other point that I have here that I want to make sure I talked about is the fact that again, originally the NCAA said, look, like this is gonna if this is a thing, students are gonna have to report everything. You know, everything's gonna go through compliance, every single dollar of detail is gonna have to be reported. And like I mentioned before, on the NCA website, officially, it says all reporting is optional. Literally, somebody typed up the reporting form, is what it's called, and in parentheses on that form, it says optional. So that, that was wild to me too. Now, again, I'm not advising you not to report any deal that you that you get, but um, that's a pretty that's a pretty bold bold thing to, uh, I mean, I guess they had to, they were, for, they were forced into it um, because how are you going to hold accountability for, for things like this? But anyways, yeah, guys, this is uh, this is an exciting day. This is an exciting day. So to remind you, like some of the types of things that student athletes can do now to monetize their name, image, and likeness, you know, athletes will now be able to do sponsored posts on social media with brands or companies. They can sign autographs and they can sell them. They could create YouTube channels and receive revenue from them. Um, they could legally get paid to do private lessons and they could use their, their image, right. And their likeness to, to, to spread that word. Um, they could create merchandise. Merch is huge, right. They can get bigger endorsement deals from companies, right. So, so I personally, and, and I do want to revisit my original thoughts, um, that, that I talked about less than two months ago, um, and previously about NIL. Personally, I think that there are two main byproducts of this rule change, right? Or, or let's say two, two main opportunities here in the free market. And free market is huge too. I'm going to get to that in a second. Number one is for the big time players at a big time school. It doesn't necessarily have to be a big time school, but future pros, right? I'm talking like on draft boards, like future NFL, NBA, NHL, um, the, the, big, the big sports, right? Or Olympic sports, women's gymnastics, women's volleyball, right? Golf, even. Golf's not under the radar one. But for, for the big-time players that have an audience now and or will have a huge audience at a global level, there are going to be opportunities to make a lot of money. As mentioned previously, that was mentioned by Open Doors uh, and Blake Lawrence discussed it on the podcast. Guys like Trevor Lawrence could potentially earn a million dollars a year by capitalizing on their name as a starting quarterback of a big time college football school, right? Zion Williamson. I mean, the, the, the big time uh, NBA draft prospects, right? They would, they, they are going to make good money, right? Um, but that is, that is not everyone, right? And so that's the first one. So, so the second path is smaller and localized opportunities. This is the majority of majority of college athletes. I don't know. Let's say ninety five percent. They won't be getting the big time deals or six figure deals for that matter, or thousands and thousands of dollars. But they could get involved with a regional brand deal to a local coffee shop or a local car dealership uh, and have an appearance at the you know the local Dunkin' Donuts in the corner. Right? Maybe they get free food. Maybe they get a small amount of money. Right? The Kevin Tarkers of the world don't have to be a national household name to make a local impact. 
I scored seven career points. That is a fun fact I like to share with everyone. I did not, I was not an NBA prospect. I was not a college prospect for that much. Uh, and, but I, 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 I will tell you this, even though I didn't get the interest of a Gatorade or a Nike or a national deal with, with Chipotle or whatever, I would be able to walk into a local diner or a bar in Hamden, Connecticut and say, hey, look, I'm going to bring in 50 to 100 of my friends every single week to eat and drink at your establishment, but you have to give me 10% of the revenue that I bring in. And you can bet your ass I'd make a little bit of money, right? A little bit of cash each weekend, a little bit of spending money, maybe a couple hundred bucks, maybe a couple thousand, maybe less. I don't know. But that's the best part for college athletes. Most of them, it's not about the million dollar contract. It's about the open market and the free market and doing what's right. Schools should have no say in what college athletes do off the court. That's just my opinion, right? Now, down to another big question. What does that mean for agents? I, I don't know. Time will tell, I guess. But for guys like me, right now, it's an opportunity. It levels the playing field a bit. Remember, no, no one's an expert yet, me included. But what I can do right now is I can be a facilitator. And I can sign marketing representation contracts with college athletes or high school athletes. Am I going to do it right now? Today? Did I do it at 12.01 midnight? Well, wouldn't you like to know? I can't tell you all, all my recruiting secrets here. Um, but at the end of the day, um, you know, I, I, I just want to end, end this, this episode with the, similar to, to, to the fashion that ended the previous one. We all know that most, most athletes don't make it to the pros. But that doesn't mean that they shouldn't take advantage of the platform that they have now, whether that means it helps them increase their exposure and popularity and opportunity for future bigger deals when they do get to the pros, or whether that means they just make a few extra bucks in college. They need to be guided and they need to be able to surround themselves with a team that they trust to help them with the process. Okay. So I might not know exactly what I'm doing yet, but A, I care, and B, I will figure it out and I won't stop until I do. So before I officially sign off, a couple more main points that I Actually, I forgot to talk about. And I'm going to talk about it now. Just, just two main things. Uh, if you're a, if you're a collegiate athlete listening to this, or or if you're a parent, or if you're a high school athlete, if you're anyone that wants to take advantage of this uh, of these new rules, number one, please understand that this is a business. I know I get excited. I know I've been tweeting about it. I know I'm super super for the athlete and against the NCAA. Sometimes it seems, right? Um, but understand this is a business, right? Most college athletes are thinking now like, yeah, I'm going to wake up in the morning and Nike's going to call or Domino's is going to give me free food for life and $50,000. But the reality is that that's not going to happen. It is a business. It is a free market. And what that means is that sure you have an audience, but to an extent, right? This rule, um, these rule changes don't mean let's pay college athletes thousands and thousands of dollars. This rule is let's open up the free market and give them opportunities if the market says that they're worth a certain amount of money, right? So just, just realize that, um, you know, th th this is, this is going to be an ever-changing thing, especially in the beginning, and it will present opportunities, but not for everyone. And it's not going to be life-changing for everyone, or for that matter, for many people, right? It could be, but if you're not realistically a draft prospect, it might not be. You can get creative, and that's what I'm excited about, right? And maybe you maybe you find an itch, and you're able to generate a lot of revenue and 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 do some deals. But you just 
you have to understand it's a business. So that, that's the main thought I want to leave you with. And then the second thing is that with all that being said, I would be happy to help, right? So you know where to find me, right? For anyone else, if you know um, anyone else listening, if you know someone who could benefit from hearing this, if you're a parent, if you're a coach, um, or or you know anyone, anyone you know, please spread the word. Forward them the link to this. That's how uh, that's how we can grow together. That's how I can impact more people. Um, you know, I, I uh, it's a super exciting day. I, I don't I don't know how else to, how else to put it. I hope this helped educate you a little bit on what the upcoming changes are. I know I'm learning new things every single day, uh, but I hope you have an excellent first day of July. Um, in addition, disclaimer. Uh, not disclaimer. Uh, at the end of um, at the end of the podcast, I wrote this uh, this this note here. I just wanted to reiterate that I do have a monthly newsletter. So if you haven't already received it, send me a message and I'll add you to the list. Um, on the first of every single month, I send out a newsletter with resources that have helped me become the best version of myself over the years. I share some more insights into my life, into my travels. Um, I, I always list a place I traveled that month, a quote that I love, a book I read that month, a podcast I listened to, articles I think you would enjoy, and sometimes a video or a speech that you should uh, watch that impacted me in some sort of way. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in that, that went out this morning um, at 6 a.m. Actually, I, I, I set it for 5.45 this morning. Um, and let me know if you want me to add you to that list for next month, and I can forward you today's version as well. So happy new age college athlete day, my friends. Have an amazing day. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could give it a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're feeling really crazy, you can even share it on social media. As always, if there's a topic you want me to talk about further or a guest you would love to hear on the podcast, just shoot me a message on social media at Kevin Tarka. Thanks again, and I'll see you here tomorrow morning on Sports Business Secrets.